represent those of the management and staff of WTCA. It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bardorf and Rusty Nixon. Everybody's ready to have a Friday, a fun Friday. Okay. Sure, why not, huh? Why not a fun Friday? It's a fun Friday, everybody. It's a fun Friday. We're going to give away three prizes today. We got... Actually, giving Plus away birthdays. more than that. We got... Yeah, well, we got... Birthdays uh, on top of it, because it's Friday. Birthday drawing, so... Yeah. So I try to... We got... Pizza bills. We got Halloween uh, wristbands. Yeah, we do. We and we got, got Niles Haunted House. That's right. So a free pass. Fun Friday today. No guest. So okay. we're gonna want to hear from our listeners today. Okay. And actually I'm I'm hoping that we do get some calls today. Okay. How's that? Uh as opposed to other days when you don't want people to call. No, right? actually, I like people call every day. But when we don't have a guest, uh, we really need you to call because Rusty and I really get tired of listening to ourselves. No, I'm. I'm yeah, I've been tired of listening to myself for years. Oh yes. So yeah. that's on Saturday morning when you pick a couple of the shows and we replay portions yeah. of the shows from the the week before. Yeah, I'm like. Turn off the radio. I don't want to hear myself. <laughs> See, and uh, that's the other thing. I, I go back. I don't listen to the whole thing, but you have to do it in order to be any better. I'll go back and listen to games and stuff like that that I've yeah. done. And I, wow. Uh, I know you're your own worst critic, but boy. Um, <laughs> man, especially uh, Thursday nights. We do the and, and when I'm interviewing somebody, I'm incoherent. I I have no idea how they figure out what question I'm asking because <laughs> I'm listening to myself and I know what question I'm, I'm asking, asking and I can't figure it out. I, so what did, what did I just ask him? Yeah, what did I just ask him? <laughs> um, so do you ever get mixed up on doing Thursday night lights? That like, did I already ask him that question oh, or was that this, the previous coach I asked week, that question? This week was a nightmare. <laughs> um. I got a hold of, of Jordan Leeper at Bremen, and they didn't play very well last week. Okay. So I had just finished talking to Triton's coach, Rodney Eunice, and they did. And so I've just finished talking to him Dude, about how well great, they played. Great, and, yeah. and so I opened with Jordan. I said, you got to feel good about the way you played. And he goes, I don't know what game you were watching, but I wasn't coaching that one. <laughs> I obviously oh, I, I meant that I was really frightening. I should have kept it, but you know, I, you know, and so he promised we'd go over tape to make sure that you know we point out all this stuff. He'll he'll go and you know make some notes, but and then later, and I don't know why I even said this. I'm talking to uh, Mike Zaner down at Culver, 
And at the end of the interview, I say, um, well, you know, it's got to be good to be at home. And he goes, well, if our fans show up at our place, we're all going to be really surprised because we're playing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a good week this week. And, you know, most of the time I don't screw that up. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just too many things going on and it's hard to keep straight track of yeah, everything. I guess. So. I don't know. That was Those were two this week that I... I didn't have to go back and listen to him. It just happened. Uh, but, yeah, I I feel like I don't ask questions very well. And the other thing that I keep thinking, why am I doing this? I don't need to critique myself <laughs> on the air for everybody. I feel like I talk over Joe too much at games. Oh. I, I just I listen to it and I say, why don't you shut up to me? Yes, I say to myself. <laughs> Why, why am I shut up? And why let, am I? Yeah. Why am I doing this? And it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's difficult sometimes, though, to not get talking over. You guys are talking about something, and then a play is happening, and well, and he sees something that you don't see, and you know it. I'm talking more about when he's saying, you know, he went to the right side. Yeah, I went to, you know, I'm just saying stuff when I should be shut up so people can hear him clearly and. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't. Anyway, you go back and you listen to that stuff and you tear yourself apart. But you have to. And I don't listen to the whole game or anything. I'll just pitch, pick out random sections mm-hmm. and listen to what was there. And I don't critique myself on anything. I just pretend like it never happened. <laughs> well, people are going to think I'm not critiquing myself because nothing ever changes. So I, yeah, I don't seem to be getting any better at this point. But who knows? Maybe. Maybe this week will be the week that I have a breakout week and do well. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you'll have to listen tonight to see. Um, I just had some friends stop in the radio station this morning, and I have to tell you that they brought me a poster of a new event that's going to be happening out at Swan Lake. They actually are putting together an event for families uh, for Halloween. It's Trick or Treat Trails. At the Swan Lake Resort. And, you know, people may not realize you you go there for these fancy dinners and, you know, you go there for weddings and actually dancing with the stars, those kind of events that are all taking place in the banquet rooms. But they, in the back, actually have a small campground back there, too, where, you know, you can bring in your RV and camp. Well, it's um, a resort. I yeah, mean, they, you ha- they have under- cabins and they have a variety of yeah. you know accommodations. But back at the, uh, at the in the camping area, they are going to have trick or treat trails, and um, they are going to host trick or treating from four until six for the public. It's free of charge. Just come and bring the kids and let them trick or treat right there. You don't have a a gigantic you know, blocks to go, and you know that everybody out there, when you get done with this one and you go to the next one, there's somebody there. It's not like walking down the street and that, oh, this house has a light on. Oh, next two houses don't. Then we got to go to this house, and that's all that was in that block, and then we have to walk. No, everybody out there is going to be handing out trick treats. If you do a tr- if you do a trick, you get a treat. No, that's not how it works, but. But it's the other way. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's the other other way. You get a treat or there is a trick involved. Yes. Yeah. Um, they're going to have a free hay ride, and they're also going to have a costume contest at 7 o'clock uh, in the Chop House. So uh, that's coming up on Saturday, October the 30th, and we'll get more details um, as they work on that event. But cool. uh, make plans to attend that 
on Saturday evening out at Swan Lake. It's the Trick or Treat Trails. Chance for your kids to get more candy for you to steal. Just what? Yeah. You let them go get the candy and then, okay, you go to bed. I better sort your candy out. Make yeah. sure it's all safe for oh, you. Oh, yeah. We're going to do that. <laughs> they wake up the next day. They got like one little smarty pack. Oh, that was all that was safe. I'm the rest sorry, of it the had to go. The rest of it was bad. Yeah, yep, the rest of it was. Good. Yep. It all had razor blades in it. That's so we had to save you. <laughs> okay. Remember that old wives' tale? Did uh-huh. you ever hear of that ever actually happening? I heard the wives' tale of it. Oh yeah, that was, and needles. Yeah, you know, every year everything needles. was full of this stuff, and yeah. you know, and I, I just, I've never personally known anybody. Who had that happen? I'm not saying it didn't, but I'm saying that, you know, as kids, we were scared to death because we thought everything was going to be full of these horrible things we shouldn't have. And then it didn't well, turn out that Remember way. back in the day? I mean, you could take your candy out to the hospital oh, and yes. x-ray it for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, just to make sure. So it must. There had to have been Must something. have been some truth to it yeah. somewhere. Or right. the hospital wouldn't have. But, but I'm not here. Ever, it was probably yeah. in California. Did you ever know anybody who oh, had no, something no, bad? No. See, I didn't no. either. I used to get rocks. but uh, People would give you rocks? Yeah, family members. <laughs> they didn't like you? or well, you, you think I'm kidding? Yeah, I used to. Here's a couple of rocks. Yeah, that was see. the joke. You ever see Do the I Charlie know? Brown Halloween thing? <laughs> yeah, that was the joke. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's play a joke on a seven-year-old and damage him for the rest of his life. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that. I got rocks in my bag. I got a rock. You know, remember that? Yeah, they used to they used to do that to me. They I, thought I, there was no I, end of laughter. When I that know happened. the lump of coal, but well, that's for Christmas. Though. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's that the happened only piece too. I really know about. That happened too, but you know, kind of explains why I am the way I am. I think. But ah, I'm looking up just to see about the razor blades. So Toronto, yeah. they found a razor blade apparently, but I'm trying to figure out how old this story is too. See, and the other one was the little tabs of blotter acid that supposedly you were getting handed. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Because not that I know anything about this. It's because I read it on the internet. But... You know, they put some acid on a little piece of paper with like a cartoon on it. Yes. And you're supposed to, you know, uh, lick it. And, um, and then you, you know, get a hit of acid. Well, yeah, you, get a, you get some LSD. But uh, not that I know anything about that, but uh, I read about it. In 2015, the CBC reports, so that's got it's in Canada, obviously. Canadian Broadcasting yeah. Corporation. Oh, there you go, yeah, definitely. I watched a lot of CBC um, in my life. 11-year-old girl bit into a chocolate bar and found a razor blade hidden inside. She was uh, not injured, and good. it says this is the third such report from Toronto police since Halloween. So somebody was handing yeah. that out. Um, but Willy Wonka wasn't happy you were buying Hershey. That could be. I'm not sure. But yeah, I I think it's. I think that part has calmed down a lot. There, there's know. so I many just, other things now man, that could be. 
I just never ever knew anybody but that you, got something bad. And granted, we're in a small community. I don't think yeah, anybody think would really think about that to do something that evil. You know, that's one reason why they tell you to trick or treat at homes that you know, right. places that you know. Now, right. And which, when I was a kid and we went trick or treating, and I lived on Lincoln Way East, which is kind of like across the street from the old Warren right. restaurant. And and basically that was the block, and we lived on a big block. I mean, right. I mean a yeah. huge block, and that That's was the block that we trick yeah. or treat. Uh, we really didn't go off off our own block, even. Yeah, but see, back uh, in the day, think about that neighborhood. I knew where everybody. I knew everybody in the neighborhood. Exactly. I mean, that was yeah. a day when you knew everywhere. You knew who ev- all your neighbors were, else. And, and they knew who you were right. too, and who you belonged to. Right. Every and, single house yes. you knew who lived there. Um, but no, I don't know. I just, I always thought that was weird because you always heard that, that they was rampant everywhere. And then I never knew anybody who had that a it bad actually thing happened like to. that happened to them. So well, that's I'm a glad. Good thing. Yeah, I'm yes. glad, but, uh, that's a very positive thing, but, but it still is a good idea to check well, over yeah. your children's candy sure. before, you know, you don't eat it while you're out on the road. You wait until you get home. Right. Um, when Austin oh, no, was no, little and trick or treating, trick or treating. I mean, we we trick or treated through a car. I mean, we right. actually yeah. drove. Oh, we know these people here, so we'll drive over there. We knew these people here. We, you know, and he, he maybe we maybe went to maybe ten houses. Right. And he was good with that. That that's fine. That's all he needed. You know, right. I, living out in the country, he he had never seen like that craziness of trick-or-treating so he was happy yeah and i was happy that was it just you know an hour driving around and we're done yeah (laughs) that's good um i gotta say my wife this is when she became well she always was but this is when she really became cool mom yeah because she would dress up too when we would walk out so she would be out dressed up as well with you yeah wow yeah she loves to do. She loves Halloween, and I thought that was the coolest thing because I stayed in the car and hid from everybody. Because <laughs> you didn't want anybody to know. I'm just not gonna. I'm not social. I'm a, yeah, she'd be out. One year she had her cow costume on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she she was she was a lot of fun. She's a lot of fun at Halloween. Uh, call her. You're on the air. Hello. Hi guys. How you doing? Pretty doing good. Fine? Okay. Rusty, I got a suggestion for something you to do this Halloween. I know this is not your first rodeo on Michigan Street. No. So, True. No. So you have an idea that you're going to get about 400 to 700 people. I do? Or hand out 400 to 700 pieces. Oh, I do. I, do I am? <laughs> yeah, you are. This is what I lived in Argus on Michigan Street. And we did one piece at a time, and we kept count. We did over 450 pieces one time. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of kids. And that was a lot of kids. So this is what my son started doing. Um, the last about five or six years that we were in Argus, he would hand out Halloween. So he just and turned the lights would... off so nobody came? or <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, all he right. He would sit on the front porch. He would sit on the front porch, and the kids would come up. And he said, well, you know, you can have this this so-so piece of candy. 
or he builds it up. You know, your acting skills can get played in on this. Build it up. You can have this. And he'd bring out a kohlrabi one year. <laughs> Another year, it was garlic. The year after, you know, just the strangest vegetable you can think, eggplants, you know, just, or you can have this. To the point where after he did it two years, parents were more interested in seeing what he was going to use for the vegetable. What it was going to be this year. I can take yeah. it. I can so take that is, you know, you can have fun. Your acting skills to be played played up. And I, I you can, can just have fun with it. I can take that a step further. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> You're not going to be one of those that has the sound effects and the pop ups and all that while you're walking up to the house. Well, no. Um, I'm thinking, you know, you put whatever you've got under a box. You can have this piece of candy, or you can have uh, what have Maggie choose. is displaying under the box. Which do you take? Door number one or door number two? And, you know, they end up with like a, uh, uh, I don't know. You do know. your best Monty Hall imitation. Yeah, exactly. Monty Hall. Carol Merrill <laughs> is standing in front of the box. You can have this piece of, you can have this Nestle's Crunch Bar, or you can have what's under the box. What do you say? They open it up, and it's they like. open it up. Yeah, it's like a tissue. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> you know, maybe a, a rolled up newspaper. Got plenty of those. <laughs> uh, we you can know. find some old ones of those. <laughs> and then we got to have the wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Oh, you get the newspaper. Thank you. Thanks for playing our game. You're next. Yeah. <laughs> no, but every now and then you have to have a good one in there. No. Instead of a miniature piece of candy, have a full-size candy bar. The candy is the prize. If they choose, yeah. it's like, okay, Monty Python, choose wisely. At the, oh, uh, no. You never saw the Holy Grail where they're supposed to uh, make a choice when yes, they get I to the... Yeah, I saw where the knight sit there saying, yeah. I'm going to fight you. Yeah. And they no, cut off different. the arms, they cut off the legs, so all you have left no. is a head I, on the ground. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, 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 the... Uh, Indiana Jones thing, uh, the, the, with the, Raiders, with the Raiders of, uh, Indiana Jones, Indiana Holy Jones. Grail. When the when the knight says, "Choose wisely," or the See? Last Crusade, yeah, the Last Crusade. The See, last, no, I, I don't. Sean Connery. I don't think I can get a candy bar that makes them shrivel up, but uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's the idea. Choose wisely. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be good. You can put, you, you can be like a royal. You can have a knight costume oh, yeah. on, and yeah, I actually have one. There and, so. Yeah, I wear it okay. all the time. Yeah. Now we now we got you set. Yeah. By the way, any word on when trick or treat's going to be this year? Are they going to do it on Sunday? Uh, they have it. The city will Kathy? decide or announce that uh, at their meeting on Monday evening. Yeah, because I know some years they don't do it on Sunday because of religious. Well, yeah. Reasons. Sure. Yeah, it's kind of hard. I don't know. It's kind of hard now to, but trick or treat is on Sunday this year, and it's like, and it's Sunday evening. I mean, Saturday evening would be much better because kids can, you know, yeah, don't have to get up do, and go if school. If the city, if the city does it, does it, then you just go. You just have like an hour and a half layover <laughs> from hitting all the downtown merchants to before you hit the neighborhoods. Yep, exactly. Uh-huh. So one stop shopping although i'm still not sure i i haven't heard uh confirmation yet if downtown is doing trick-or-treat 
I haven't heard either. So, so I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Yeah, I, I'm waiting uh, for them. Connie is not in the office uh, this week, so okay. I've sent a, okay. a request for some information, but uh, I have to wait until she gets back in the office next week. Yeah. So, um, sorry to hear about your news, but I hope you have better. Sur- I hope you have good luck with the surgery and Thanks. you heal up fast. Uh, me too. That's the the surgery <laughs> is one thing, but it's the healing up fast. That's Man. the important part for me. And if they do, and if if they do offer therapy, uh, yeah, do it. Have to take it. Definitely. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> and because every every time I've had to do therapy. I barreled through it, making sure I did it good. I did it, did it all that, and I healed up faster than what they thought. And that's because I stayed on my therapy regimen. And I talked to other people that had like knee replacements, shoulder replacements, hips, the whole thing. They said if the ones that kept with the therapy, they did good. The ones that well, it hurt a little bit, so I didn't do it as much, or along that line, they did. They did not heal up very well. So that is my old lady's advice <laughs> for the day. Do, Do the therapy. therapy. Take the therapy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I hope I killed enough time for your day. Yes, we're glad you called. Yeah. We appreciate that today. <laughs> okay, and hope to see you around. All right, Teresa. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. <clears throat> Very good. I think I like that. Yeah. Choose wisely. This or that. Mm -hmm. Mine would be, do you want a Hershey bar or do you want a Kit Kat bar? You can have your choice of which one. But you're nice. I know. (laughs) I'm Not a Kohlrabi or a Hershey bar. I'm not particularly nice. So, you know. And a secret box is too scary. There could be anything under that. Exactly. I like that idea. In your house, you could lift that secret box up off the table, mm-hmm. and you could have some of your children, somebody's head through the table under there, like on a platter, and they lift up the box, and wow, and scare them. Man, but I, I don't want to have to sacrifice one of my children to put her oh. head under the box. Oh. Oh, I'm sure some of your, somebody would volunteer to be the scary person under there. Oh, you mean... As in fake. Uh, oh, yeah, I thought their, you were their ta- body oh, would okay. be All underneath right. All right. the I table. Thought, I thought you were talking about real. Yeah. Sorry. No, 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 no. No, no I, no. I mis- misinterpreted your, your suggestion there. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Although I, I think I've heard you say, off with your head in yeah, the past. I'm, <laughs> that's possible, I guess. Uh, I've, I've threatened to sell them as uh, uh, medical experiments Ooh. before when, you know. Okay. Wow. You're gonna have to go. We don't have enough money to feed you. You'll you'll have to go and I'm selling you to the highest bidder. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't work out very well. Uh, they find come to find out that's that's illegal. Nobody wants them no, either. I, it's, <laughs> Ill, it's illegal. I I didn't realize that, so I, I poo pooed that idea. Okay. So let's get back to a little bit of news for a little bit. But the phone lines are open. Yeah. 936-4096 is the number. You can also call 307. You can't call. 574-307-6647. And text, text us yep. if you don't want to talk to us on the air. 
Okay. Uh, Earlier this week, uh, Jason Peters from the County Highway Department uh, gave the county commissioners an update on the 2021 road program. They have completed 12 miles of triple chip seal. They did 70 miles of single seal on roads. And two weeks ago, they started their paving project. So things are moving along. Uh, the They've already completed a section on First Road from La Paz Town Limits west to the curves. They also did uh, Miami Road from Plymouth Goshen Trail to US 6. They've done Kenilworth Road from US 6 to 3rd Road. Uh, and last week, they started on 2B Road from State Road 331 to the county line. And they were hoping to get that finished off this week with the weather permitting, which the weather wasn't really a great permitting week for weather this week. We had no. a lot of rain. No, it wasn't. Um, Peter said that if and when, because it does happen, that they get rained out, uh, then uh, the crews are out working. On, they're doing a Tomahawk Trail. They're berming that and getting it ready. Uh, for they're going to put some asphalt millings over it to cover up the bad spots. Um, and they anticipate getting those asphalt millings from Pretty Lake Trail when community cr- community corrections, when uh, community crossings starts their work. So that they're getting prepared for that one there. Um, Jason also told the county commissioners that he had submitted the additional appropriation request to the county council of nine hundred and eighty thousand dollars that's to do those extra paving projects that are hooked up to community crossings so we're doing this road and right next to it community crossings is paying for this piece and right next to it this road connects to it the county is going to pay for this piece and have that contractor do both projects all in one shot Um, with that nine hundred and eighty thousand dollars uh, he also had funds in there that they could make cold patch to the end of the year. Um, and there was uh, additional paint, stone, and bituminous uh, that they'll be purchasing too with those funds. So that moved through. Um, the community crossing projects did get a, a delay, uh, but they were going to start this week on Sycamore Road uh, from US 6 to 4B Road. That's right up in the area of Tyner. Um, and that should be well underway. Uh, before they let Jason leave the meeting, uh, County Commissioner Mike Burroughs said the folks in Tyner says they haven't had any road work. And actually, uh, Mrs. Leathers said at the meeting uh, on Monday, 20 years. We've been patient for 20 years indicating that they hadn't had any road work done in 20 years. Right. So, um, Mr. Burroughs asked Jason Peters if he could kind of tell what they have done in the Tyner and Tea Garden area. And Jason said in 2020, so last year, they laid millings on all of the streets in Tyner and sprayed them. Um, and then he went back and looked at them and, and checked them this summer, and they were still in very good shape. And so they're just going to continue to monitor them and then once they start to see the fatigue show in, then they will go back over those and chip seal them. But until they start to show some fatigue, uh, they're going to leave them the way they are. 
Uh, let's see. He said on 4B east out of Tyner, they did to Olive Trail. Uh, they also completed 4B from Plymouth Laporte Trail to Tomahawk Trail or Tamarack. Um, and they are going to be doing the community crossings is going to be doing the Sycamore Road uh, from US 6 to 4B uh, this week. So they have been working on that. He does anticipate uh, next year continuing that to go past the fire station uh, north of the railroad tracks there too. And then over in Tea Garden, um, he said they finished Queen Road from First Road to the county line. Uh, they did all of the side streets in Tea Garden um, with the same process that they used up in Tyner with the spreading the millings and then doing the spraying over that. And First Road has been completed from La Paz to Queen Road. So uh, for the indication that says we haven't had any road work done for 20 years, it's kind of a misnomer. Yeah. That actually, there has been work done there. Okay. So another story, this came from Monday's county surveyor meeting. Uh, Craig Coltice, the county surveyor, wanted to update members of the drainage board of a new subdivision project that is going in in Argus. This is actually um, down near uh, the new sequel plant. Um, it is t a 20 or 32 lot subdivision off uh, they'll actually enter off of Kenilworth Road and uh, it is going to be called Deerfield Crossing Deerfield Meadow Deerfield Meadows um and so he was explaining the drainage plan that they have for this 32 lot subdivision and um said that the plan that w was presented was approved by him and I I'm kind of excited to see, um, you know, another big residential. 32 homes in Argus <clears throat> is a huge increase. Yeah, a lot of so I'm really excited to watch that grow down there. It's a lot of houses. Yes, it is. Carter, you're on the air. Hello. Yes. Good morning, Rusty and Kathy Mike Delp. Hi, Mike. Hi, how are you? Hi. All right. Good. Hey, I got a couple things. Uh, first one, you might have already talked about it. Uh, Rusty, did you see Harold Lowe passed away? Uh, yes, I did see we that. We haven't okay, talked I, about yeah. that, though. Yeah. I saw the obit in the uh, South Bend Tribune this morning, and I've been texting with a couple buddies. And, uh, of course, he was – I think he rode the baseball – we were talking to coffee this morning. I think he rode to the baseball games with us a few times. Your dad would let him ride on the bus oh, yeah. to the baseball game so he could write the story. I'm, so. I'm not sure if he didn't ride with the football team occasionally, too, because he was the statistician on the sideline for football for... And that could be, too. Yeah, I, years, I, years and years and years. I don't remember that, but I... Rust, yeah, Rust Heel yeah. took that over eventually, but, but Harold did it, I think, until he went to South Bend. Yeah, well, Mark Crawford and Mark Hayden and I were talking about this morning coffee, so yeah, good old memories. So, hey, Kathy, the reason I called is I drove down Seventh Road the other day, so Veterans Parkway, then go over Thirty One, and then Seventh Road through the woods over to King. Okay, and it looks like it's just been repaved again. And I don't remember seeing anything on any of Jason's reports about that. And I can email Jason, but. Does that ring a bell with you that they were going to redo that seventh road? You know, that's the one Reith Riley did, and then it blew up. Right. And then they had to come back in and redo parts of it. And then it seems like we've just 
laid something over the top again, and I, I guess I was a little shocked that we were putting money back in that road again. So anyway, it doesn't does it ring a bell to you? No, it doesn't. Um, okay. But, the, you know, the bell doesn't ring nearly as often anymore, Mike, because I'm 62, and for some reason, I, I, next time I go to the doctor, I'm going to say, hey, you know, I see all these things advertised on TV. Do they really work? Because I think I need something, because I just don't remember like I used to. You know, when those commercials come on, I sort of perk up and pay attention, too. And it's so funny you mentioned that, because at coffee this morning, we're, you know, talking about Harold Lowe and... And he used to live in uh, Fred Morrow's house um, there. So Mark Hayden got to know him pretty well. That's where he lived, was in the apartment at Morrow's house on uh, Michigan Street. And then, uh, I don't know, we were remembering several things that sort of happened. And I go, it just doesn't make sense. I can remember all these stupid details back then, but, you, you know, somebody's name I need to remember in town here, and yeah. I'll, yes. I'll struggle for an hour trying to remember it. So, anyway, yeah, funny. I re- we were in Martin's the other day, and Helen Johnson was in there having coffee yeah. or something with a friend. And as we walked out the side door deli there, I, I saw her, and I said, Oh, hi, Mrs. Johnson, because I could not remember her first name. <laughs> Got outside, yeah, down I the steps, it. and then I went, oh, Helen, Helen, that's her name. You know, it's like, oh, darn. Did you run back in and <laughs> yell, Helen? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Mike, I did just Google into the WTCA website, and the only thing, uh, you know, that showed up is in 2016, we closed that road and did some paving there, but... Uh, yeah. That's the only thing I really that really shows up. Well, I'll email Jason because I just, uh, I don't know, it, it just looks like we just did something there again. Like uh, we put, you know, what we're doing now over the top of all of it. Uh, but anyway, I'll find out from him. So. I know sometimes uh, they, not- they've been doing that, that they are using the pug and they put that down yeah. for a, a couple of years, you, you know, a year or two typically. And then they'll come back through and put another yeah. good surface over top of that. But well, if you remember, that's the one that we didn't do. We didn't have an engineer draw it up. We just let Reith Riley do their thing. And I got nothing against Reith Riley because I worked for him for years. But you know, and then that thing blew up. We didn't. We didn't really do the work through the woods that we should have done. We should have taken some soil out and put some stone and some stuff in there and and done it better than what we did and so it just seemed like we spent a lot of money on that section and um anyway just it just sort of bugs me a little bit um because i didn't think we did it right the first time but Uh, that's just me in my opinion so you know uh, well we got you on the air though um i did do a story last night uh about the park board meeting uh, they met earlier yeah. this month, and um, actually we had I read that. some people show up um, at the park yep. board meeting and actually offer some ideas and suggestions for the five-year plan. Um, right. And it, it it's interesting. Um, I, I have no clue uh, why Dave Goebel is he, – I don't think he has kids that are still involved in junior league baseball or whatever. So. Does he have kids know. at Young yeah, still? I think so, yeah. I figured his kids were a little older than that. But um, he was there, and, I mean, it it would be a major project. Well, that's what I thought. It sounded, uh, uh, you know, I I thought, I mean, he mentioned um, Newton Park, 
But I thought he more wanted more diamond put in there, and then maybe we could do a concession, maybe reconfigure some things out yeah. there. But that would be, you know, redoing multiple diamonds, I guess, and trying to add another one in there. But uh, which I I had no idea there was that much need for, um, you know, diamonds either. Um, diamond time. So I I, I I was kind of surprised, but. You know, and I'm I'm not an engineer by any means, but they there was right. also some discussion uh, previous to that meeting about upgrading the restrooms. And I know uh, there's a restroom there that. over there by the diamond. And I thought, you know, if they took that restroom out and they turned the girls' diamond around back, yeah. you know, they'd make all the diamonds, the home plates would yeah. be in the center and then the fields would be out. You'd have to turn Ed Hess Field around, too. And yep. move things a little bit that you might be able to get a third diamond in that area there. And I think that's probably what he was somewhat thinking or heading uh, down that road. And, and that makes some sense. I mean, to redo all the lighting and all the infields and everything, you know, you're, you're really yeah. running up the expense. I'd, I'd probably rather see him fit in another field there. But uh, yeah, the restroom is a problem. And I know the Wimpa Tennis Courts is a problem too and and they need to be upgraded and i don't know mike wants to upgrade them uh but you know um yeah there's there's an issue on restrooms there's no doubt certainly yeah um and it seems like we have so much space i mean we have a lot of parks but is there another place where we could put a baseball diamond another diamond well, I just think it'd be better to keep it. I would personally rather see them all kept somewhat in the same locale there if we could. Uh, maybe go over to the soccer fields and, and incorporate baseball and keep all the baseball there and maybe move the soccer then some. You know, they were talking about Packer Woods and Packer Woods right. doesn't get used much. Maybe, maybe you move soccer fields and put them all together. And I'm not saying... You know, everybody wants to be in the park, and I get that, and and, and it makes a lot of sense because it's a hub of activity, and you can go get something to eat or drink or whatever. But uh, you know, uh, I, I I can see why everybody wants to be in Centennial Park. Centennial Park, it's a great setup. So it is it makes sense. It, it, and in reality, though, we really don't have soccer fields in the park. Right. Uh, you know, our right. kids play different places i remember austin played back behind riverside intermediate school and you know you see him over at the high school practice field over there and i mean like by the football field that practice area and you see him play in where the fireworks display goes off in centennial park we don't have a true place where you could actually host a tournament and have teams come in and there'd be restrooms and concession stands and that whole bit um, so well, that, yeah, but I mean, I thought that. Of course, I know it's the high schools, but I thought that the soccer, you know, the Kent Soccer Plex was somewhat yeah. um, built for that reason. It's got multiple fields. But then, I mean, Michael was my son. Michael was pulling his hair out last night because they were supposed to have a, a soccer match there last night with Elkhart. Plymouth was, and that main field was too wet again, and he has issues with oh. that all the time. The drainage is you know, been an issue ever since they put it in. Something wasn't put in right. And, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's too bad because, uh, he, well, he called me yesterday noon and said, Dad, how much rain we get? And I said, well, I only got an inch and quarter. And he says, well, there's water ponding out there. And, you know, he was just sort of pulling his hair out yesterday uh, uh, with 
soccer because it's 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 an issue too too often it's an issue well yeah so. that's the nice field i mean there's two other fields there but the nice field is having i know an issue, so I that's kind of tough um it, i know it's I know. a concept you know that i think people need to kind of keep looking at of course there's another big one is is making changes for the pool um right. which is going to be another right. costly project so um, yeah, and I don't know how you crack that one because it, it it needs to be replaced. I I'm sure it does. There's no doubt. And but you know it's it's such a huge expense. You know, adding a few pickleball courts here and there or yeah. whatever. But you start putting in a pool, and you're talking major dollars. So definitely. Yeah. Um, I just the reason I was there is you know, and I, I thought um, the Holland Boss break. You know, there's no doubt pickleball is on a big high right now. Yes. And, and, you know, originally part of the tennis courts, and they brought that out, was supposed to be for pickleball courts, but they ran out of funding. But I guess what I'd like to see and what I mentioned and in, in the point I was trying to make is, you know, if you got these people that want to play pickleball, then let's, you know, the tennis people, you know, I said maybe raised half the money. I think they raised almost all the money for those tennis courts. I'm not sure the park department put a whole lot in. I, don't hold me to that. But uh, I, I just think some of these other people, whether it be Little League Baseball or whatever, need to, you know, take the ball by the horn some too and try to raise some money uh, over several years to help fund some of these things yep. that, you know, they want to do. Is is it, it, it causes more involvement. And, um, you know, we got a great tennis court situation out of that one out there, um, you know, because of some of those efforts. We certainly have, and I guess it kind of shows that you are really serious about making this request when you have a little bit of buy-in to it. There you so, go. Um, there you go. Instead of instead of having the city and the park or whatever fund what you want to do, have some buy-in. And that's the point. That's exact point I'm trying to make. You need to have some buy-in, uh, and when you do that, then uh, it's just better in the long run. Well, and our yep. parks are open to everybody, so you don't have to be a city resident to use them. Mm-hmm. So, like, to play pickleball, mm-hmm. if the majority of the pickleball players are actually outside of the city limits, they're not paying a tax, you know, to use sure. those facilities. So that would be a nice sure. thing if they could get together and do some kind of fundraising, even if they charged a minimal fee to come in and play or sure you know, have tournaments and that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense, Kathy. Well, I, w- so. it, I was hey. excited because if people actually showed up at the first meeting, the only person that right. showed up, my husband happened to come with me that night. That was the only person that really oh. showed up. And it's like <laughs> this meeting, we actually had folks that came with, yeah. you know, ideas. And I, I really like that. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Hey, I got to move on uh, to something else, but I'm sorry I've taken you down a couple different directions. No. But uh, anyway, good talking to you. And I just had a question about seventh, but I'll I'll email Jason and see what I can find out that way. All right, thanks for calling, Mike. All right. Yep. So bye bye. 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 Okay, maybe we should take our first break. We can do that, and then we can come back, and maybe people will. Maybe we can get people to call and and talk about the park system a little bit. Uh, it would be interesting to know what their thoughts are. Yes, it would. Yeah. Yes, it would. Why don't we do following first? Okay. Uh, we're going to give away two wristbands for rides 
at Halloween. You can use them tonight. Yeah. From 4 until 10.30. Tomorrow. From 11 until 10.30 at night. Or Sunday. From 11 until 6 p.m. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So uh, you can get any, any you get one of those get two wristbands. And you them. will pick them up at door number one at John Glenn High School. So John Glenn High School, we open all weekend long because of the, the festival that's happening. Right. And you'll just go in and they'll have your name and your phone number on a list from WTCA. And uh, they'll get you your wristband. Very good. Okay. All right, we're going to get, oh, I guess I ought to. Get the dice. Roll the dice. Yeah. Man. Roll the dice. You know, we're doing three, we're doing three prize giveaways today, yeah. and you have three different kinds of dice. Yeah. So you're going to, you're going to roll well, dice. No, wait a minute. Oh, three different dice, yeah, kinds of dice today. We're going to mix uh, it up. don't know that the secretary will like that, but there we go. Uh, caller number three, 936-4096. Nine three six four zero nine six. Caller three. It's going to be a great weekend too. Whoever gets these, is going to be yep. able to use them a lot. So nine three six four zero nine six. Caller three. If you want in the last six weeks, please give somebody else a shot. Sandra, tell me your favorite thing about Indiana high school sports. Well, Chris, as a fellow IHSA assistant commissioner, I don't know if I can choose just one. Tell me, what's yours? It's the little victories, the day-to-day achievements of student-athletes, the real character-building stuff. Absolutely. One of mine as well. All the hard work off the court, the field, the mat, the deck, those defining moments during practices that the crowd never sees. Exactly. And we don't celebrate those victories enough. We don't. And there's an even bigger victory we need to celebrate. That's right. We welcome fans back to high school sporting events across Indiana. So buy a ticket to your high school's next athletic event. The schools and student athletes deserve your support. They need you in the stands now more than ever. This is your team. This is your community. This is your IHSAA. Want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. The way it should be. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. WTCA. Hello, Friday. I've been waiting for you for a long time. You just saved me. When my life came crumbling down. And I know you're gonna leave me. Hello, Friday. I've been waiting for you for a long time. Three, two. You're tuned in to What's Your Opinion on WTCA Employment. Be part of the conversation by calling 574-936-4096 or text the show at 574-307-6647. And now here's Catherine Rusty. And uh, Brandon is our winner. Brandon! Happy birthday, Brandon. <laughs> I don't know why I said that either. 
Happy Halloween! Yeah, no, Halloween, Brandon. In one of those weeks, I don't even know why I'm saying anything I'm saying. But anyway, Brandon, enjoy yourself. Fantastic. And... Okay. Yeah. No calls, right? Not right now. Okay. Good deal. Well, you know, while we just gave away that following, I'll kind of do a, just a little brief. Halloween is this weekend. It starts this afternoon at John Glenn High School. It is a fundraiser for the high school. They raise money. And, and over the years, they have given away more than $450,000 in scholarship money. Uh, to senior students at John Glenn High School. So this is their fundraiser for that project. And it is basically a mini blueberry festival. So what happens here at the blueberry festival, you will see a lot of the same stuff there. They're going to have, uh, you know, the rides. In fact, they use the same carnival that the blueberry festival has. They use that carnival over at the John Glenn High School. Um, But they have everything that we have. And maybe some more things. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, they have uh, apple dumplings, which we do have an apple dumpling booth. But these are homemade apple dumplings. Well, I'm are, not yeah. sure the ones yeah. that we get at Blueberry Festival are homemade. Not sure, but exactly. there's a whole bunch. You know, the family meals is something that I think is really kind of cool they do over there. They Food. Okay, if you're looking right. for something to eat tonight, I would suggest you head over to Halloween. The athletic department is doing hamburgers, brats, and nachos tonight. Okay. The scholarship committee is doing a ribeye steak sandwich tonight. The band boosters have porta pit chicken. Um, the Walkerton Tri-Kappa is doing pork chop and pulled pork dinners. And then you also have got all those other favorites like elephant ears, funnel mm-hmm. cakes, yeah. popcorn, ice cream. All those goodies. So if you're looking for dinner, I would head that way for dinner. Yeah. Um, Entertainment tonight is a band called Acoustically Speaking. They're performing at 7.30 in the entertainment tent. Uh, Tomorrow, the John Glenn Show Choirs perform at 3. The Steve Forsman Band at 5. They have Following Follies, which is a variety show in the auditorium at 7 o'clock. And then at 7.30, the Whistle Pigs will be out in the entertainment tent. So there is something for everyone. I mean, they've got a gigantic garage sale going on over there. If you're like uh, those, have you ever done the breakout rooms where you are locked no, in? No, and no, the no, do- no, no, I, I, I would no. think Maggie would be into that. She is. Yeah, where you get locked in a room yeah, and you got to do these is. clues she's, to she's figure been, out how to get out. She's been begging everybody in the family to do that with her, and nobody really is interested. Well, they've got breakout rooms there. Um, if you're looking for fall decorations for the interior or the exterior of your house, you're going to find it there. They've got the pumpkins and the mums and all of that stuff. Besides, you know... All the crafty things for the inside of your home. They're having an old-timers home run derby. And they're having an old-timers baseball game. The Mr. Morton said that he really likes the puppet laser, laser show that they have. Magic show. Fireworks on Saturday night. There's a car cruise. They've got a petting zoo. Kids tractor pull. Kids pedal tractor pull. And actually, they actually are having a garden tractor pull, too. So don't miss all the activities going on. In Walkerton this weekend with Halloween. There you go. Get over there. Okay. Let me see. I did that. 
I did that. I did that. Uh, I did that. <laughs> that. That one we already talked about. Okay. The First United Church of Christ uh, recently donated money to Marshall County Habitat for Humanity. Uh, they raised uh, funds over at the church and made that donation, which will help with the construction of home number 24 here in Marshall County. Good. 24 Habitat's homes. The new one is going to be constructed at 718 Pearl Street. That's on that lot that they were able to acquire. Mm, yeah. And it, it's a big enough lot that this will actually be the third home. Um, they've, they've split the lot out now to make it three individual right. lots. But, yeah, it was a big enough piece of property they can actually put three homes on there. So cool. um, that was a donation that they uh, did. And that home should be done in the spring of next year. So... It's an opportunity for another family to. It's a great program, you know. And then that the one thing about that program is, I mean, you have to have a job, you have to have income, you You have to make your uh, your mortgage mortgage payment. It's a reduced mortgage payment because of volunteer time to build the home Mm -hmm. and donation of supplies. So your mortgage is much smaller than a typical home, but uh, you still have. It's not like a free house. No, you got to help build it too. Yeah, so, yeah five hundred hours of sweat yeah. equity goes into that. So it's uh, it, it's a really good program. Been around for a long time yeah. too. Uh, Marshall County in the state report, State Department of Health's report on COVID. Uh, yesterday's report showed twenty two additional positive cases of the coronavirus. That brings the county's total this right now to seven thousand. 384 cases. There were no new deaths reported, fortunately. 76 individuals were tested. The seven-day positivity rate of all tests in Marshall County was at 11.1%. And the seven-day positivity rate for unique individuals in Marshall County was at 26.8%. Yesterday on the map, we were actually at 2.5, which if we get to the three, we're in trouble. Three is red, so... You know, we got to watch out what's going on there, but yeah, I'm uh, hearing of a lot of people uh, that are getting it, which so, is kind of scary. Well, uh, doesn't make you feel comfortable. Um, no, that's true. At least I don't know. Figuring out ways to fight it, I guess. So, no, nope. wash <laughs> your hands, social distance, wear a mask. And above all, if you can be vaccinated, get vaccinated. I just saw on TV that this morning that the uh, CDC or whatever, FDA approved yeah. the Pfizer for a third vaccine. Um, and I think it was six months now right. after, after your first vaccine for uh, people 65 and older. And sh- they actually opened it up to essential workers. So. Right. School teachers, doctors, nurses, and those kind of people are are going to be eligible to get uh, their third shot. Um, I'm a month away from being able to get it so far as time, timing, but I'm not in that category yet. Nope. But, You're um, not essential. I'm going to get the other one. Well, yeah, I'm about as far from essential as a human being could be. But uh, You are not. Yeah, I kind of am. You are essential here for us uh, every morning. Yeah, sure I am. You are essential here. I'm just I'm just the giggling moron that sits behind the soundboard here. But uh, you're yeah. my partner in crime. 
you got the the crime part right. Um, yeah, I, I I will get it when I'm eligible for it. But oh, me too. Um, I you know I had no I I had no side effects. Uh, I'm beginning to wonder if I'm one of the ones they're giving a placebo to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've had had no side effects. No, so. that's a plus. Well, yeah, I that's guess I I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, Marshall County dispatched on Wednesday about one o'clock in the afternoon. Received a nine one one call about an accident that had occurred on US six uh, near Douglas Dogwood Road. Um, this is where a pickup truck uh, ran into a semi. Um, I actually was listening to the scanner, and then we were headed, getting ready to head north to go to the doctor when this all kind of broke out. Uh, a gentleman from Orland, Indiana, which I have no idea where Orland is, uh, approached the intersection at US 6 in Dogwood uh, when a 2014 Freightliner driven by John Howard, 25, of South Bend, started through the intersection. Uh, the vehicles collided, uh, causing the Freightliner to face west in traffic and causing the F-150 to go off the road and into a <coughs> ditch. Uh, Martin Booyer, 45, was transported to the hospital in Bremen and then airlifted to another hospital. The freight line driver had uh, bruising but refused medical treatment at the scene. Uh, they did have to close down US 6 for a short time uh, so deputies could do a crash scene reconstruction. You know, shutting down US 6 is not... That's a, that's a major <coughs> road... A yeah, lot of truck is. traffic on there, oh, and then you close yeah. it down, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. Just for your information, Orland is the birthplace of Steuben County. Oh, okay. Well, then it's over to the east of us. Yeah, I do know that. it's the very corner of the northeast side of the state. Ah, that's the okay. very corner. Interesting. I didn't realize that. Well, that's what Google's for. Yeah. Um, I'm not that smart. Uh, yeah, it just happened to know where. If you want to know, it's at the intersection of State Road 120 and State Road 327. It has a population of 434 as of the 2010 census. 434. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, not a big town. No, it's not a big town. Uh, also, but it is the birthplace of Steuben County. Yeah. Also, uh, coming out of the Bourbon Town Council meeting, uh, Clerk Treasurer Kim Berger told uh, council members that they are again hosting the Scarecrow Contest over there. It'll be happening in October, and today is the deadline to get your application in to to submit to be building and putting a Scarecrow in. Uh, scarecrows will be up from October 1st to October 31st, and they actually they do a, a cash layout for uh, contest winners. So uh, your your scarecrow uh, can be created by an individual, a business, or organizations and clubs. Um, you can put it in front of your own home or in front of your business if you own a business. And there are some places downtown that you can also have your scarecrow displayed, but you need to get a hold of the clerk treasurer and she will set up one of those for you if you want to do that. So you need to file by the end of business today. Scarecrows have to be family fem friendly. Okay. So they can't be too frightening or scary. Nothing violent, nothing gruesome, nothing bloody. Um, 
nothing political. <laughs> so, you know, no political Especially stuff. violent political. Yeah. That, that would be a bad. Uh, you register today, and then they will have their uh, judges uh, vote on the scarecrows. First place gets $100. Second place is 75 Third place is 50 And fourth place will get $25. And you got to keep your scarecrow up all, the whole month of October. And then take it down. If you don't take it down or reclaim it uh, in the downtown area by November the 4th, then they will remove it and discard it for you. Um, to go along with that, Bourbon did set trick-or-treat hours in their neighborhoods. It'll be from 5 to 7 p.m. on Saturday, October the 30th. Okay. So there's one of your trick-or-treat. So all you Plymouth people that want more candy, head over to Bourbon on Saturday. Well, if we're sure. trick-or-treating on Sunday here, you could trick-or-treat on Saturday there. Yeah. Um, 5 to 7, oh, that would mess up. You, you can't really get to... You could head out to the trick-or-treat trails and be there at 4, do trick-or-treat trails, mm -hmm. and then go to Bourbon and trick-or-treat from See, 5 to 7. This is like organizing D-Day. Yeah, you have to. Like, uh, call it C-Day, Candy Day. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We're organizing the landing there. Yes. Okay, we got another prize to give away, Rusty. Yes, we do. Well, we'll wait on this one, uh, but we'll go ahead and do this one. Okay. Uh, pizza bills, 15 bucks. And speaking of candy, <laughs> yes, pretty sure you could probably use this to get candy. There. They have a fantastic yeah. candy display a over there now of too. Choices, lot yeah. of choices. So uh, that's there, or you can get the old standard, the pizza, which is delicious. My suggestion: get a sub because that's, if not the best sandwich in Plymouth, it's very close. Very a close. pizza with hamburger and bacon on it. It's kind of like a bacon cheese burger. Sausage and mushroom. Oh. Maybe some olives. Green or black? Both. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that's my that's my pizza of choice lately. Um however I it's, it's pizza I'll eat it. Uh but yeah, I I swear by the sub sandwich. It's fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. So anyway, we got 15 to, which dice do you want me to uh, use? Oh, you can use the little ones for this. I Okay. We'll use the little dice. The little dice. Pizza Bills, $15 gift certificate. 936-4096. Caller 6. Caller number See, 6. See, now I got stuff That's, dropping Well, you everywhere. dropped the last dice, too. 936-4096. Caller 6. $15 gift certificate at Pizza Bills. So uh, let's get the call. So if you won in the last six weeks, please give other people a chance. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easygoing for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, 
two for $4. Check out the Belmark Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, Blueberry Muffin, or Decaf Coffee. Plymouth Belmart BP opens at 4 a.m. for all you early birds. Halloween Fest is back. We're transforming John Glenn High School into a full-blown Carnival Midway. Friday, September 24th through Sunday, September 26th. Bigger and better. 20 spectacular rides, a huge craft fair, and fireworks. Great times and good food. It's brought to you by TCU, R&B Car Company, and Republic Services. Fun for all your family and friends. Following Fest at John Glenn High School in Walkerton. Don't be the only ones not there. Followingfest.com. Keep it pumping. Your hometown radio. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. WTCA. TCA. Us a call now at 574-936-4096 for what's your opinion now back to kathy and rusty we're back you don't want to bang on the drum all day i was actually banging on the drum so who's our winner kathy i knew you were gonna ask me that she just sandy Sandy Zayner is yeah, what I remember. Z, yeah. Yep, Sandy. I'm doing an obituary, so that's I've got Beverly on the brain, and so it's like, I oh, know it's not that. Where was it? Uh, I'm doing the obituary, or I just got the right. obituary for Beverly Price. Okay. Seventy nine. That's not. Uh, so that's what I was working on instead of <laughs> paying attention I, to what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, what I, I'm supposed to be just, doing. Just so you know, we have a show going on here, Kathy. So. Well, we need people to call. Yeah, we do. Because I've I've covered my news. Now, I would be interested if anybody has any ideas, suggestions, recommendations for the Parks 5-Year Plan update. I'd sure love to hear them. 
Um, you know, and, and obviously when you think about the park, I think that most of us conjure up Centennial Park. But there are tons of parks that the Park Department oh, yeah. handles around here. So, um, you know, think about those other parks. We have Webster Rec mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, a, there's a small uh, playground park area there. Plus they have T-Ball, I believe, there. Yeah. Um, we have Hand Park. Is it? Hand Park, Founders Park, Founders Park behind down, behind yeah. the Conservation Clubhouse. Yeah. I think Hand Park is behind the Boys and Girls Club. Where that? Uh, uh, that's other, Gill. Oh, Gill. Gill Park. Um, Founders Park is the one. It's not. It's across the river from the uh, Conservation Clubhouse. It's the one on the other side of that bridge. They got a little playground. Right. Equipment yeah. There. There's some exercise. Um, magnetic Park. Right. Um, which has a conservation club. Out. The Poplar Street Park. Which I don't know. Where's Poplar Street? Uh, out by south of town, off of Oak Hill Cemetery. Okay. Or Oak Hill Road. Okay. It's well, back know, in that neighborhood right well, there. Well, I know. Like a that's what I, yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. I've actually mowed that before. Yeah. Um, at Packard Woods. Packard Woods. So, you know, there's... And then River Park Square. Yeah. And don't so they have part of Dixon Lake, too? Uh, they the beach the there city, or something. The city did, but they have I don't know what they have an arrangement. Yes, an arrangement with the DNR. Okay. So the DNR actually takes care. Well, of Well, there's now. a lot of them, and I've been to every one of them at some point or another. But with a weed eater, you know. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> if there's something that you think needs to be addressed uh, one lady that uh, was at the meeting earlier this month um, actually said that she has a three-year-old and a nine-year-old and they use the parks quite often and she said at river park square they like to go there with the splash pad yeah. but that they have an issue with algae and the algae grows oh, yeah. not where the splash pad actually is but where Water kind of splashes on the outside edge, so it's around the outside right. edge of it. It doesn't get that constant pressure force, but it's on the outside edge, and that's where the algae grows. And her son actually slipped and hit his head rather severely. That's bad. Um, there. So, and Superintendent Mike Height did say they go in and uh, they have to clean the reservoir out around that every well, they two do weeks. That all the time. It goes, and then they do put chlorine down uh, to to kill the algae. Um, so they were going to, you know, she just wanted them to be aware of that yeah. safety issue that is there. Yeah. But, um, you know, do we need a, do we need a new pool? Well, I well, we I need a new pool. A yeah. Do we build a pool just like we had? Or do we build a, a, a huge more like play park? Uh, one of the ladies actually talked about. Kennedy Park in South Bend. Mm-hmm. So I, I I I looked it up last night. I haven't been up to Kennedy in a long time. We used to I've play never the, even heard of it. No, we used to play a baseball regional there. It's I in the middle not. of a neighborhood over by Bendix. It I used did. to be called Bendix Park. Oh, okay. And then they changed it to Kennedy. Who's who's the Kennedy after? Well, I'm sure Robert or uh, John F. Kennedy. You think? Yeah, okay. pretty sure. Well, um. The, the one nice thing about this is it, it has a zero-entry water playground that is geared for toddlers through elementary-age kids. The water at, it deep, at its deepest there is only 18 inches, which that that's fine, but 
you can't give swim lessons in that. No. And I think a lot of people there, there is another lady who spoke at the public meeting and the importance of swim lessons um, that, you know, we really need to make sure that we have some kind of an offering so that people can get swim lessons at the park. Um, she actually asked uh, the park, if the board, park board, if they knew how many swim lessons there are. Um, and Jenny Sigmiller says that she thought it was around 250 kids every summer that are taking swim lessons out of the park. sound about right. Yeah. yeah. So um felt it was very important that we keep some kind of concept there with yeah. the ability to give swim lessons at the same time. Well, and you don't have an outside facility that is actually a pool. Right. Well, in our inside facility it's is for not competition. it's not for swim lessons unless your children have already know how to swim then you could do mm-hmm. advanced beginners and and some of that right. stuff there but uh, for a child who's just learning to swim it, it's a deep pool yeah so it it's not adequate for that so. right um, but I don't know. I just I wonder if people have have ideas or concerns or thoughts. Nine three six four zero nine six is the number if you want to give us a call. Otherwise, uh, I guess you're gonna have to listen to Rusty um, sing today. <laughs> that should bring the phone lighting up at this point. You think? Man, I don't think anybody wants to to have that happen to them on a Friday, Kathy. Pretty oh. sure. The Indiana Department of Health just recently announced this morning uh, that today booster doses of the Pfizer COVID-19 are available to eligible Hoosiers. Uh, and to be eligible, according to the CDC, individuals ages 65 or older and residents of long-term care facilities. So you got to be 65 or older, uh, residents of long care, long-term care facilities should receive a booster. Uh, individuals 50 to 64 with underlying medical conditions that put them at a higher risk of severe COVID-19 should receive a booster dose. Individuals 18 to 49 with underlying medical conditions may receive a booster dose. And individuals ages 16, no, 18 to 64 who are at high risk of COVID exposures uh, transmission between uh, because of an occupational or institutional risk of exposure uh, can get the vaccine. That's where your teachers fall in and right. your medical staff and doctor's offices in the hospital and all of that kind of stuff would fall into that. It sounds like they're rolling this out exactly the way they did the first time. Yeah. Or at least extremely similar to the way they did it the first time when I'm it first became sh- available. I, I think... Oh, I don't know. In, in this first go around, I know there was some talk about eleven. It seemed like eleven million people, maybe in Indiana, uh, will be eligible in this first go around or something, and for for the vaccine. So, well, so it's becoming available. It is available. I so they, uh... I I would say if I I don't know. Like if you just go out to Walmart or um, your doctor's office. I have or, no idea. You know, like, what do you say? Well, here, I, I'm 66 years old, so I can get it. I, I would say, too, that make sure you take your card with you. 
Oh yeah. So yeah, that yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you can have it noted on updated. there. Updated. Yes. That yep. you've been you've been updated. Yep. <sighs> Gotta keep your card. <sighs> I was thinking about having it laminated, Lam- well, wearing it around my neck like my press pass as uh, part of my press pass. Well, know? don't get it laminated until you get your third dose on there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, better wait. Exactly. So I can just wear it wherever I go. Yes. Okay, folks. Nine three six four zero nine six. Give us some help here, please. <laughs> anybody? Is there anybody there that wants to call and talk to us? Please. <laughs> You're literally uh, begging here. I. I, 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 I you know what? If they don't want to call, go home. I'm just gonna go home. I'm gonna uh, take let's my see. radio show and go home. Yeah. Wanna... Monday. Uh, <laughs> I am scheduled to be here on the oh, yeah, show Monday. Cool. We don't have a guest yeah. right now. Tuesday, Mayor Mark will be in. Wednesday, we're going to talk about that Baboon Festival. Oh, yeah. On Thursday, we're going to get uh, some information on the Senior Expo, which they're going to oh, have right. uh, coming up. So those are, right now, are our three guests that we have scheduled for next week. Very good. I'm taking a look at the schedule. Yep. You're right. As a matter of fact, it's right there on our on our schedule. One of those days. So I think it's. Uh, maybe. The, oh, I hope it's not Tuesday, but I think it is. <laughs> well, they moved. Uh, the county council is going to meet. I know they're going to meet. Oh, it's at one o'clock in the afternoon. We're safe. I have a county <laughs> council meeting what, Tuesday at. At 1 o'clock, if it was at 9 o'clock, the mayor is going to be here, yeah. and that was going to make it hard to talk about the meeting on Monday if I if, wasn't here, yeah, if I had to be there. You're the one that's going to be at the meeting yeah, on Monday. Yeah, but I guess uh, we're okay, because yeah, they moved fine. that meeting, I believe, to 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Cool. Yeah. So that'll make my life a little bit easier. There you go. They were thinking of you. Go- I- Went to the store, got some stuff. I think I'm going to make some chili this weekend. Are you? Yeah. I did last weekend. Did you really? Yeah. Last Saturday. Last week it was 80 degrees outside. It was hot. Well, we hadn't had it in a long time. Well, I know, but isn't chili a, a fall and winter thing? No, well, it's not. More than a, a summer thing? Well, in my it's, house it's it is. It's an anytime thing. No. Don't you have seasonal foods? No. Honestly, to me, like beef and noodles, chicken and noodles. <sighs> Chili Ugh. and turkey; those are all seasonal things. Turkey, turkey, you only have turkey on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Well, I don't go out and buy a whole turkey and cook it. Other than on the, but we have uh, but, but Thanksgiving and Christmas is the yeah. only time you cook it. We still the a well, whole turkey, yeah, because it's the only time we have enough people to eat a whole turkey. But you you buy shaved turkey to make a sandwich. Well, or yeah, we do that. We'll we'll buy like pieces of like bird. Turkey breast? Uh, yeah. We've Do done you that. Really? We've done hamburger. Or not hamburger. We do turkey ham burgers? that way. Turkey burgers? See, the problem is is that at this point, I don't have enough people to eat the gigantic <laughs> things like that anymore. i got to buy nice. pieces of them. Isn't that nice? It's nice, but it's not nice. You know, I, I now that I have a kitchen I love cooking ah. in, uh, it's kind of disappointing. Shit. <laughs> so... Like, come home for the weekend so I can cook for you. Yeah, I want to cook. See, <laughs> Sunday is cooking day. Oh, my kids have a fi- su- family day on Sunday down in South Carolina. And yeah. all the kids and grandkids come home on Sunday and they have a dinner together. And 
like, like right now, they can go swimming down there because the temperature and the weather is perfect. Uh, yeah, for my, that. my kids that don't live at home live a little too far away to do that. Uh, they're not going to come up from Muncie for a Sunday dinner. Um, How far of a drive is that? An hour yeah, and a half? It's about two. Two. About two. Yeah. Going to be making it tomorrow. So, Or not tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's Saturday. And, yeah? yeah? We'll be going down there. You're going to go down there? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, Maybe they'll have turkey. We're, we're doing, I guess Maggie Maggie is doing some wedding stuff. So I'm going to go hang out with, uh, with my boys and uh, probably get in trouble before they get home. So, because that's what we do now. We get in trouble uh, we, together. You will be tired tomorrow because we do have oh, yeah. an away football game yeah, tonight. It's gonna be, that's a long trip, too. Where, who are we playing and where? Wallacee in Wallacy. Syracuse, Indiana. And that's one of those places like Goshen that there's no way to get there from here. There's you gotta, no good way. No, you, you get on a dog sled to start your trip. By the end, you're on a Conestoga wagon. Um, trying to navigate yeah it's a it's a there's just no way to get there that's good um yeah phil bachman's gonna do the game with me tonight oh interesting the famous uh, phil bachman who will probably critique his son who's gonna be <laughs> sitting back here in the studio but yeah uh joe uh and his wife booked a long time ago. It's their or her birthday, I believe. Their anniversary was a couple of weeks ago, and they went oh, to, to Illinois. a concert. So yes. they, it's been like the month of celebration. Apparently, for the yes. They, they've done all kinds of stuff, but yeah, this week they booked a cabin over in. There's a one of those retreat place kind of things, kind of like Brown um, County type situation. Well, maybe I don't know. It's like the the special little house area where you it's kind of like that romantic kinda like a honeymoon yeah, yeah that Ooh. romantic setting kind of thing they over towards laporte and they booked that months ago so he said i don't think my wife would like it if i wasn't there um, um i need my husband to help me because we talked to somebody and it might have been this week here's here's the brain thing i got a brain <laughs> fart because i can't tell you who it was but they actually would are interested in broadcasting. They're a former, I'm pretty sure they were a former Rocky player. Oh, he told me Cole, man. Oh, that's who it was. Yeah. yeah see? No. <laughs> yes, that's who it was. Cole, man. Well, he told me after. After you already After picked, I but, had Phil. Yeah. But yeah, Phil's going to be fun. He's uh, <laughs> Phil. Phil's a fun guy. That, well, that whole cool. family are fun. Well, and he they retired. Really, yeah, he from is coaching. no longer coaching. So he, but he um, knows. Well, he was an outsider. He knows their, their techniques. And, yeah. Yes. He's got inside knowledge. Yes, he uh, does. But uh, uh, Plus, he knows a lot of the kids that are uh, Right. He there. was, and I don't know, if, I haven't forgotten, he was a great player, too. I mean, he was a North All-Star as a linebacker. So, uh, he was an outstanding player in his day. He was one of the on one of those first teams that I covered when I first came back here. So. Ah, very good. Yeah. Okay, so we have... Um, Football tonight. Football tonight. And then if everything works right, we'll have that football program till midnight. Uh, yes. What is that called? <laughs> Indiana Sports Talk. I gotta get some Geeko Balboa. <laughs> yeah, you, whatever. You definitely do. Indiana Sports Talk. Um, where you get score updates from all over the state. They talk to all kinds of folks in Indiana involved 
with sports of all sorts. Uh-huh. Usually it's football this time of year, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, Isn't sometimes coaches call in and coaches and call in talk uh, about the game. People or... who covered the game, right. like radio people or like t- you. newspaper people, will call in. And... You can't call in because you're too busy typing the newspaper yeah, story when yeah. you're done. By the time I get done, their show is over. So uh, you know, but um, yeah, they they call in and talk for a bit about the games. So. It's kind of a cool show. I really like it. I know uh, when Joe and I are on the road, we always used to look for it somewhere, which is why I kind of suggested we pick it up. When we were on the way home, we'd try to find a radio station and had it so we could hear what was... Well, now we have it. Now we have it. You so can you just can hear it stay right tuned. Here. Stay tuned, and you can get a rundown on all of it. So, 936 <laughs> is the number. Do you want to hear us ramble any longer today? We got something to give away if you I, want to. I also got a press release. I got a breaking. Oh, yeah. You should have told me. Breaking. I, I could have I done news. this. Breaking news. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's the wrong button. <laughs> what uh, button was that for? And now here with breaking news, Kathy Bottoff. Uh, just in, the Plymouth Optimist Club has decided to cancel the October 16th Bruce Ruffing Pulled Pork Sandwich and Baked Bean Fundraiser that would be happening at Centier Blank. So if you were planning on October the 16th of going to that fundraiser, it's been canceled. Okay. Okay. So what was that other music for? What? That pushed that other button. that in there for uh there's certain certain occasions okay i I won't go there (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah well we do have one more prize we can give away oh we got uh, oh we have a phone call thank goodness you got it all right push the buttons Hang on, we gotta go here. Dwayne, how are you? Hey, good morning. Hello. Good show today. Thank you. <laughs> we didn't really do anything, but thank yeah. you anyway. <laughs> what you got for us? Pardon me? What you got for us? Uh, it's a cherry pie. Oh! It's a cherry pie kind of day. So you're going to bring it down for us? Is that what you're telling me? Or? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, okay. All right. One can hope. Yeah. One can only <laughs> I'm hope. I'm just finishing up. Well, good. Good. Then you got the whole rest of your day ahead of you. Yep. Uh, you know what, Dwayne? I have you on the phone. I had a conversation with somebody the other day. Can you tell me um, on the septic, the sewer system out there? If you have like a a pump or a grinder that that takes care of your sewage before it gets into the line that comes into Plymouth, down in the bottom of the hill out here, uh huh, they install what they call a pump grinder. Okay. If that breaks, is it your responsibility to fix that, or is it the regional sewer district's responsibility to fix it? Okay. 
That's but uh, I had to pay to run the line out to the road. Yeah. To tee in. Okay. No, and fill in my septic tank. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, you can't leave them. But you know, be honest with you, it was a good deal for me because what was there before was a like a thirty-gallon holding tank. Yeah. With uh, well, Babe Hyman, who was not gone, but he was a great guy. They knew his stuff. But he come out and fix it a couple times. So what would happen? The line running up the hill. <laughs> Which is well, hard to like, do. Well, it was there when I moved in. Yeah. It was yeah. only like down two foot in the ground. And when you get like we had those 20 below winters. That's mm. not deep it enough. Freeze up, yeah. And then the, the pump would kick on and it'd be so much pressure. It was a big pump. And it was a blow all the couplings off. Uh, so, you know, like 20 below, I'm out there, my car hurts. My head <laughs> down that hole. Uh, yeah, I. No. That doesn't sound like fun. No. Just no. Trust me, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> just no. Uh. But I learned how to keep it from freezing up. <laughs> Dave Hyman had a great idea. Take out the check valve that's in there. And we'll put in a 500 gallon tank. So 30 gallons in that line running up the hill. If it runs back in the tank, no big deal because it's a 500 gallon tank. Right. And there'll be nothing to freeze up. Just let it run back in. Well. So he solved my problem with that. Good. But now with this new sewer line, there's nothing there. So, and I don't have anything to worry about because they take care of the pump. Okay, that's what somebody was asking me, and I told them I really didn't know that I'd have to check. But they were afraid that that expense would be put back on the house on the household that was using it. If if it sits on your private property, are you responsible to keep maintenance on that or not? And I, I said, I really yeah. didn't know. Uh, but they, they take care of that, so that's a good thing. Okay. Now, the person asked is Don Monroe. Because he knows. He was the leader of the pack for this project. Without him, we would not have a sewer system out here. Yeah. He did it all, and I give him a lot of credit. He had to hear a lot of bitching from a lot of people that didn't want it. Yeah. I know two of my neighbors were absolutely death against it. Yeah. I'll bet they're happy now yeah, that they got it, it though. You know, it, yes, it, you had to pay to hook up, but done now, and I got nothing to worry about. Yeah, it's paid off now. Just your monthly bill that comes. Well, of course you got a monthly bill. Yep. But, but that's it's probably it. no more than it was before. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you. I I, I, I told this no, person I'm, I would I'm ask. I'm very happy they did it. I think a lot of people, once they've got it, change their minds, I would imagine. I, I can't tell that for, for certain, but I think. Once they see the benefit of it, they begin to realize it's not a bad deal. I think you're right, because I remember some summers, there was a house across the lake, and they would have huge parties in the summertime sometimes, 
Yeah. You could buy your pontoon and toilet paper uh. out for other house and lake. <laughs> no, that no. would well, you be know, that was going right bad. Out, you know, they were not. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, all right, Dwayne. Well, thanks for taking some time with us this morning. We appreciate it. No problem. All right. Have a good weekend. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Thank you, sir. By the way, I love your uh, your webpage. Thank you. Oh, good. I don't even need the pilot news. I get all my news there. Well, thank you for that. We appreciate that. We try. So anyway, you guys have a good day. Keep you, up the good work. You too, man. Okay. All right. Later. Bye, Dwayne. Uh, we got a prize. Got a prize. I got a prize. We got, we got a, our last prize. Scary prize. Ooh, Ooh scary, scary. Uh, Nile Scream Park. Yes, that is very scary. Got a free pass. Two of them. Two of them. Two free passes. And if you don't want the free pass, take it anyway, because you can get five bucks off the Frightful Nightful Combo, which is pretty much everything in the place. So if you walk out not scared, you're probably a psychopath. So, uh, <laughs> Niles Scream Park, we got two free passes. And I keep, you're gonna oh, make me now you got to use the big dice. And reach all the way across the room. This is what the boys use on Wednesday when they're waiting yeah, for their show to they're, start. They're making up their dice game as they go along and just yelling at each other about how the other one's cheating. Um, caller, caller number six. Wow, caller six. We couldn't have gotten that with a small dice. Caller six, Nile Scream Park. Two passes, 936. Woo-hoo. Oh, it's the ghost coming out of it. Uh, 936-4096. So uh, if you've actually won the last uh, six months, like we say, give somebody else a chance. Or six months, six weeks, uh, give somebody else a chance. So here we go. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easygoing for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, Blueberry Muffin, or Decaf Coffee. Plymouth Belmart BP opens at 4 a.m. for all you early birds. Halloween Fest is back. We're transforming John Glenn High School into a full-blown Carnival Midway. Friday, September 24th through Sunday, September 26th. Bigger and better. 20 spectacular rides, a huge craft fair, and fireworks. Great times and good food. It's brought to you by TCU, R&B Car Company, and Republic Services. Fun for all your family and friends. Following Fest at John Glenn High School in Walkerton. Don't be the only ones not there. Followingfest.com. 
Keep it pumping. Your hometown radio. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. WTCA. TCA. Mufasa, hmm? you know we finally here, right? Well, we... It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. Give us a call now at 574-936-4096 for What's Your Opinion? Now, back to Kathy and Rusty. She's ready for the weekend. Yeah. It's Friday. Mary Ann's ready for the weekend, too. Uh-huh. She's going to be having a scary weekend. Really scary. Two tickets to Halloween. Well, actually, it's a Nile Scream Park. Oh, Halloween is... That's right. Nile that's Scream not Park. scary. Halloween isn't scary. It's fun. So, right. there we go. All right. Okay. Okay. You know what? We what? made it to 1040. We're done. All right. We're low. It's Friday. We're going to get out of here. Uh, thank you. We're going to do this. We got a drawing coming up, so don't go anywhere. Uh, we're going to wish some folks happy birthday. Then we're going to draw for four cupcakes from the Lawn Dessert Cafe. Also, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. Got some. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Belated birthday. All right. From the fifth, Tiara Rosario. Stella Rosario. Wow. And Carrie Lowe. All three of them. Happy birthday this month. Not today, but this month. Also, happy birthday today, Kimberly Mendez and Katie Culp. Happy birthday to all of you. Let me put these in the hat. We'll shake it up. Kathy will choose up there. It's almost in the same spot the dice are at, so I'm struggling with that. Here we go. All messed up. Kathy will have a shot at the winner. And it's going to be... Katie Culp. Katie! Katie Culp going to be our winner of the... Here, I'll give this to you. I've got the certificates. Four cupcakes from Laws Dessert Cafe. Also free small drink from Coffee Lodge. Don't forget, coming up the end of the month, we give away... Well, actually... We don't give it away. Uh, Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home gives it away. We announce it, and we, they give it away. Yeah, we, we let them go get it themselves, though. So, oh, that went in the... I just hit that. That was pretty good. Uh, happy anniversary today to Mark and Susan Stiers. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary. to you. And then also today, Bill and Terry Ezekiel have been married 27 years today. So, oh, wait a minute. That is, yeah, that's today. So, happy anniversary to both of you lucky couples. And you're entered in our prize drawing at the end of the month from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. Now it's time for trading posting by, we get the Townwide Garage Sale thing from Culver. Culver. It's happening today and tomorrow. Yes, today and tomorrow. And they have a map of all the sales. So. Well, you're not going to read all of those? Uh, actually, no, I'm not. We might How be here. How many do you think are on that list? Enough to get us past the news and into the 12 o'clock hour. Uh, it's 8 to 4. 
depending on the spot. I mean, some of them are a little longer, some of them are a little less. You can get a map at www.townofculver.org backslash fall garage sales. Or you can go pick one up at Osborne's, you said, Osborne's Mini Mart, or the yep. uh, clerk's office. Yep. Awesome too. So you can get a hard copy that way. A Plymouth Red Hoodie, 3XL, 15 bucks. A Garage Broom, 4 bucks. You want any of that? 936-6809. Uh, somebody needs some help trimming a large hedge and two large bushes. They say a gas-powered trimmer would be helpful. Uh, if you can help them out, 936-4572. That's 936-4572. We have a dining room table, six chairs, two leaves, two pads. This is a huge thing. Five tablecloths. They want 250 or best offer. So dining room table, 574-933-2239. It's 574-933-2239. Uh, also, barn sale going on today or tomorrow, rain or shine, 16220 11th Road here in Plymouth. That's a barn sale. They got something for everyone, they guarantee you. 16220 11th Road in Plymouth. And that is the trading post for today. Very good. That is our show for today. We will be back. Monday. Monday. We'll have Coach's Corner on Saturday, so Coach's you'll be in here Saturday morning. Yes, I will be Football here. tonight. Football tonight. Start kickoffs at 7. So uh, join me and Phil Blockman tonight. So Very good. All right. We'll talk to you Monday at 9. Have a great weekend. That's all, folks.
Thank you.